Something is bubbling among women today. Women crave honest stories that entertain, motivate, and move them. Women want reinforcement that they are not alone in feeling the way that they do and that they can feel good about their prospects. Stories and Strategies for Women podcast will share riveting stories about amazing women. I'm your host, Claudine Walk. A good story well told is powerful. A good story can motivate. A good story can inspire action. Welcome to Stories and Strategies for Women. I'm your host, Claudine Walk. With us today is Kate Renton. Kate and I are going to talk about a unique opportunity for those of you out there who are writers or aspiring writers. If you have a book in you or know someone who's thinking about writing a book, keep listening. Kate has put together a special Founders Round coming up this October called Sit and Write. Aspiring authors could walk away from this workshop with a first draft of their book, whether fiction or nonfiction. But before we get into the details of Sit and Write and the Founders Round, let me tell you a little bit more about Kate Brenton. She has been one of the uh, guests on our podcast before, so we're excited to have her back. She's an inspired teacher, an author, and body worker, and she helps people connect the dots between their purpose, passion, and true brilliance. She loves meeting people where they are and guiding them back to their center. She has a history of holistic work and combines life experience with her studies of Polynesian healing arts, and her clients work with her one-on-one in intimate online settings and on retreats. Her brand new book will be released uh, September 22nd, and we will have her back to talk all about her book. But in the meantime, welcome, Kate. Thank you, Claudine. I'm stoked to be here. (laughs) (laughs) All right. So Founders Round, people who want to write a book. Tell us all about the Founders Round, how you came up with it, and how it's going to work. Well, okay, great. So I met this woman. She's incredibly inspiring and grounded. Her name's Claudine Wolk. And I was, <laughs> and I'm in That's the me. Mid- that sounds familiar. Wait a minute. She sounds lovely. So I am in the throes of writing a book when you and I had already met, but I was in the um, the emotional part of writing the first draft. And you and I had crossed paths, I think it was for a podcast, where we were just checking in and you said, you know, how's the writing going? And then you had sort of mentioned this other beast, which was like, audience and marketing and literary channels. And I was like, Oh, yeah, no, no, you know, I'm in my like creative, artistic, ungrounded space, which is a good space to inhabit for part, like that's one space you inhabit. And you kindly came in and said, "Um, mm -hmm." and then like, there's this other space. And if you don't inhabit it, no one's going to find your book. And I, I've told this story, this actual, the, the actual time you said that to me, we were in, I was in a coffee, uh, my car of a coffee shop. And I was like, looking out and I'm like, she's 100% right. And what I appreciate about you is that when you share wisdom with me, it's not that it lands so much in my brain, but I can feel it in my body. Like, this is something I don't know. And I think sometimes when we're creating something that's so close to us, no matter what it is, it's hard to separate ourselves from what we're creating. And that's why writing is such a powerful thing because you can do it alone, but then you actually have to balance that like hermitage situation with, you know, bouncing your idea and where you are in the world. So when the book became um, completed, which is, you know, there's a couple of places where it becomes complete, right? There's like the first draft complete, then there's the, you know, 
pause and there's like three or four other five other times you're like it's done no 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 wait no now it's done no oh wait now it's done so as that was happening I realized I you know I love my publisher and they were sort of like okay then you you handle the other things and I thought if I didn't have the language from Claudine I wouldn't know what the other things were I didn't understand quote other things I lived in a world where people wrote books and then the magical people told you what <laughs> I didn't mind doing the work but I didn't know what the work was and um you're also publishing a you know your second book and I had some access to the content in there and I found and I know this is a long-winded thing but this is actually where sit and write comes from what I found was all of a sudden I have to switch from creative to linear and analytical. But to do that, I have to admit that I've written a book and this is my first one. There is a river of emotion between that. And I was living in the place that I was quite comfortable with the achievement of writing the book, but then having the book found is actually another achievement. And I wasn't emotionally prepared to like traverse that trail. And so when my publisher that, you know, it's time to do those things. I was like, okay, Claudine, you're totally right. And then I realized I had the grace that I was, I had your voice. Like I had some interaction with you and I knew about your Substack, and I had some um, experience with some of the other things that you were sharing. And I just followed your trail. Everything that you wrote on your Substack, I just listened to every podcast of the person that you talked to. I le- listened and then I'm like, I started to educate myself with the wisdom that you were giving me. And much like when I help people write a book, it's like there's there's more than one place that needs to access the information. So you need to hear it like three to four times. I did, let's put it this way. I needed to hear it, even though I have helped other people write books. When it came to me, I needed a kind but strong voice to tell me this is really, I know what you want and this you're, you're going to regret it if you don't pay attention, which is what a good friend and a good guide does, you know? And then I was able to lovingly advocate for myself when my publisher had some opinions that things were only one way. I had wisdom and tools to say, uh, actually, no, and I could do it kindly. And, and they've actually changed some of their policies from everyone wanting to do the best, but there's so much everyone has to attend to that if you, it's just like anything else in adult life, if you don't do the best to stake your ground and advocate for yourself, that, that it's just uh, windows open when you've decided to advocate for yourself. And um, part of that came through you. And so when it came back up to be working with people because when the book was coming out, you know, life sort of starts to say, oh, why aren't you working with writers again? And why aren't you working with writers again? And I say it right in the copy. Honestly, I don't know publishing. I can help people with a book. I always felt like I was dropping them off at a train station with no schedule, you know, because I didn't know where to put next train to put them on. And then you were sitting here with this train schedule and loving and your excitement Every time I told you I did something, you were so legitimately excited for me. I was like, oh, I'm doing, you know, it's like you need that cheerleader to keep bushwhacking the trail to mix metaphors between train and hiking. um, (laughs) So I realized that uh, I was being called because that's my language to share, you know, 
how people could write books. Now I felt like I, ha- I was vetted in a different way because I had gone through the whole process myself. Um, but I wasn't going to pretend what I didn't know. And I called you and you were like, yeah, let's do it. And I thought, oh, you know, when things are this enthusiastic and easy, something bigger is moving it. Like it is individual, but it's a collective. And that is how um, Sit and Write came to be. Wow. Yeah, I remember that conversation. Uh, we can talk about it later, but I, I do remember thinking, um, and it must have been early, we should let the audience know in your process, because that's part of what we're trying to share is there's a timeline here that's really important when you've decided to publish a book that, uh, how early was it that we cho- talked in the publishing I process? Wasn't, I wasn't even finished the first draft, because I remember kind of gasping um, I'm not even sure the whole timeline of the book was written. So I didn't even, I wasn't even certain what each chapter, the way I organized it was kind of, I clicked into the chapter, but I didn't even have a comfortable structure when we had that conversation. Got it. Enough said. So the point is you, it was an, it was a whole year before. Oh, for sure. Yeah, it was a year. Okay. And that's an mm-hmm. important point to get out there for people to understand because there's so many easy ways to publish today, which is great in a lot of ways, but it's also, it can be negative if you use those methods to get your book right out there and you miss all those pre-publication opportunities. And we're going to, you know, we'll talk about that in the sit, sit and write founders round. So that's exciting. Yep. Okay. So tell us more about how it works for anybody who has heard your story now and is excited that, that I'm sure you resonated with a lot of people. Sure. So the way that it works is to kind of honor um, the need for accountability so that when resistance comes, you know, you get excited, there's the energy of starting a book, and then there's the energy of finishing a book, and there are two different energies. And so the idea is that you're going to have a container, which is an outside accountability, right? You're making a commitment to yourself. And then that's going to show up in structurally in two community calls a month. Now, I'm a writer that doesn't always like to share what I've written. And so you're not obligated to share what you are writing, but you can, if you want to, like say you're working on something and you want to bounce this an idea off of people, you can limitedly share in what way feels comfortable to you. Um, But we're borrowing this idea of coming together online to write together. So now it's in your calendar. So you have something blinking at you that you said you wanted to finish this. You have two community calls a month. One will be a a share writing. One is going to be a a writer's roundtable where we'll bring in some guests. They'll be giving some content that will help you. So even if you're saying, but I'm writing my, I'm writing right now. I'm like, yes, but the same that Claudine did for me, we're going to be inserting these ideas that you need to be tracking early on so that you're ready, even if you're just planting them in your brain. Then each month you'll have a call, a one-on-one call with me, and I call it a writer selection, meaning you can um, submit pages for me to look at, you know, if you structurally look, want something to uh, be worked through, or sometimes when you start to write, a block comes up and we can work that out as well. You'll also get two calls with Claudine. Not every month, but you'll get two calls to work with Claudine as well. And Claudine can talk about that. But like fleshing out, there will be um, also an opportunity for you to pitch your book because that's an art. And to art, if you're in the creative space and then you have to switch your brain to talk about why it's worthy, that alone is a skill set. Um, so we're we're giving you the the steps in house to talk to the different people you'll need to face if you're somebody who's nervous or you'll need to connect with to get your book 
um, out into the world. And really, it's about getting it into the people who need to read it. Like, that's what we want to do. The right, reason you wrote it was for yourself, but because there's people waiting to read what you have, what you've transformed. Got it. And then you talked about the, the beginning where you're keeping people on track with their writing schedule. Yes. So you can utilize in your one on one calls, you can you can let me know, you know, what is the track that you're on. And I think it's important to know different people will be in different places of what their intention is. So it's not that everyone reaches the same goal. It's that everyone is on track to reach their goal. One person might have the time to flesh out all their chapters. Another person might flesh out, you know, 75% of their chapters and have the structure to finish it and be into a, in, in a place. And I, and I know people want to hear something more linear, but it's actually more important to talk about the honest truth of getting a book written and what that means for you and why you need the container to hold you to create your writing schedule. So yes, it is created that you should, you know, if you're committed and you have the time that you get your first draft done and you have um, a safe, experienced container to bounce ideas off of and to have the cheerleaders, uh, but also to talk to people that can answer your questions quickly um, and in a focused manner to keep you on track. Got it. And so for anyone who's listening, who's thinking, yes, I, I have a book in me and I want to write it. How do I know this is the right workshop for me? Well, the first step is that you do an intake call with me. So what we do is we set up a, um, an assessment. Um, and the assessment sounds like a tough word, but really what it is, is we get on Zoom and you talk about what you're what you want to accomplish and you send me a writing sample and we ask each other questions. That's why there's not just an immediate click purchase done. You want to make sure that Claudine and I feel like a good fit to you, that we feel like your goals are, it's important to us that your goals feel like this is the right container, you know, and it's the right time. So um, it's important to set you set yourself up to be successful. Absolutely. Okay. And there's no cost for that. No, that's great. And actually, I have to tell you, I've done a few and they've all asked for their link, the recorded link to to get going. So nice. It's beneficial just just to I think once you start to talk and get into the resonance with the right people, it reveals itself why a container is needed. I'm a big believer in that. Got it. I'm just going to take a break real quick. So the information that we're talking about uh, that Kate is describing, it's on her website, uh, Kate Brenton, B-R-E-N-T-O-N.com. And you can click the link at the top of her page that says sit and write. And she describes in detail uh, what we're talking about. So, okay. So who, who would not be right for this are we calling it a workshop, a class, a founder's round? Who would not be right? Some people have called it a master course that ooh. looked at it. And I'm like, ooh, ooh. that kind of feels right. Because I, it's somebody who's ready, right? Yes. It's somebody, you have to be ready to meet the animal of writing your own book. I know you might want to hear it differently, but but you do. Um, so this is not for someone who wants high level fiction style instruction and craftsmanship. Like if you're never written... Um, anything and you think someone's going to walk you through writing it, that is not what we're doing here. We won't be writing the book for you. Um, there, You will need to go through any book has to go through a copy editing process. So 
We're not doing that. We are like the builders. We're the architects laying the foundation and you may need an interior designer at some point, Mm -hmm. but that is after the foundation has been laid. So this is for someone who knows they want to write. Now, you could know you want to write from a business factual perspective, or you could know you would want to write from like some sort of whisper and inspiration. It doesn't matter where, like that's why we call it the analytical and the spiritual side of writing. You can come through either door. It's just that you're committed to starting the journey and you're ready for the resolve of writing. I talked to a couple of people that knew the difference between journal writing and book writing. They're both necessary. And I would argue some people's journal writing will pick up while they're writing their book. Because once you open a creative door, sometimes everything wants to come out. And so part of that process is letting the top layer come out that might need to be kind of skimmed off to get to the layer that is going out to the reader. But journal writing or processing is not book writing. There are two different tools that you use to create your book, but they're not the same voice. Got it. Okay. So you, the uh, Founders Round or the Master Course will start in October. And how long does it go? It goes through January. And the reason, if you see on the page, I'll say it's three to four months, because here's what's going to happen to, I would say, 50% of the people. You're going to say, I am ready, and I have this. And then something's going to come up, and you're going to panic, or you're going to go into a void spiral, or you're going to write something. And you know, there's all these things that happen once you commit. You can expect your your metal to be tested, you know, somewhere in that process. And so if you look at the calendar, October to January, you know, December gets a little dicey, no matter what you do, you might be some travel, you might be this, and it's, it's built specifically for you to have enough space to kind of go away from it and come back to it. Um, so you'll be writing from October through January. That's awesome. So it gives you the flexibility to, you know, walk away if you have to and come back to it. Yeah, I love that. Somebody had asked me, they said they didn't see the times for the community calls. And I said that was purposeful because we're we're pulling people from different time zones. And so I, I can't promise, you know, we're going to work it. So if you're East or West Coast, you should you will be able to attend. There also will be um, recordings if you want, you know, plus you have the one-on-one calls. So say you miss one community call, you still have all these opportunities to connect in with Claudine and myself. And you'll be invited. For some people, this will work and some people it won't. You could even have a buddy in the class. You know, some people, like I said, some writers are like, no, I don't want that. It's like, that's why it's not mandatory. Some writers are like, I'll really thrive with that. And one of the tenets of the class is to provide the steps for you. You know, we're, we're taking the pressure off. We're giving you the steps. We're going to guide you through with a focus each month. But also the way you write a book is you start to learn about yourself. And so you need to learn how you work as a writer. You need to learn if you work better writing every day or, you know, for me, I worked better writing for a few days and then not because while I was not technically writing, all those ideas were reorganized because once you connect into the muse, everything starts speaking to you, you know, and part of the reason we have a community is you might hear somebody else talking about a book that has nothing to do with yours. And the the polarity of that will give you inspiration. Because you'll be I never even thought of writing it like this. Like I never even, you know, and so the container is really more than the semantics. It's about an intention and a space where you start to 
trust that if you can't write one day, then maybe you're actually digesting and it's better for you to walk away, come back the next day fresh. And you might be surprised um, what has resolved itself for you. I love that. And it's also more, you know, again, a lot of the writing workshops out there, you have a, a community of people maybe that are criticizing your actual work. You know, you submit a paragraph or so and everybody kind of criticizes it. <laughs> Unless it's fantastic. I'll t- and I've taken a few writers workshops, and so maybe some people in the audience have too. And I'll submit something and no one ever says this is fantastic. Like, <laughs> it's almost like they feel like they, they have to say that there's a problem with it, which is terrible. But I love it this is. because you're mm-hmm. generating ideas, you're generating opportunities for people to say, hey, I can do it this way, I can do it that way, versus actually criticizing the work. Yeah. And you brought up a great point that if you sometimes if you bring uh, earlier that if you get too many opinions, then you don't finish, right? Like, because, you know, there's going to be points in your book that someone's going to say this doesn't really work. And you're going to go, yeah, I don't care. It's in, you know, like, as long as it's structurally sound, and it makes literal sense to somebody to read it. So the idea of the community is not to unleash your work to get ripped or shredded. Yes. But I would like to address that between working with you, with Claudine and myself, you do have the precious place of getting honest feedback. Because one of the things that happened to me in my first draft was when I read it, when it came back after people reading it, I was like, oh my, what? Like there were like places where sentences were missing because you get so close, for me, (laughs) you get so close, you read it, your brain sees it and you need the space. So I mean, that's a little bit further down the the line, but one of the things that if the writer wants it it, and they feel safe and they know that this person is not um, denigrating my writing, but they're letting me know like this is actually not achieving your goal, it can course correct you for what you want to do. But no, it's not an open season on criticism because it's very easy to tear down, you know, and your first draft is really where you cull all of your ideas together and you hang them into a structure and then, dear reader and writer, you're going to have to take space and, and come back and do more. I mean, that, I don't, you know, right. if you haven't done it, that's just the truth of writing. Um, but a tremendous amount of territory is covered in your first draft, including a tremendous wave of pride that comes that you, that you went from thinking you could do it to, to seeing it and uh, doing it. Actually, yeah, you're absolutely right. One of the other things I wanted to ask you was, you know, you've written a book. And you have a lot of other talents, uh, your your coaching, your holistic um, help to people. And what what made you go down this path? You know, it's one thing to write a book and publish a book and market a book, but now you're actually teaching others how to do it. What what's the motivation there for you? Um, I was pushed into it by <laughs> life. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to be honest, I, um, I've i worked with people for midwifing their books, and I enjoyed it. And then that time passed. And then what is a pattern of my personality is when I learn something, I like to go share it. Like if you listen to my podcast, it's I learn a bunch about people, I love their stories, and then I share them. My healing work, I learned that you can live in your body differently, perceive differently. And I share it. That's I just have a teacher archetype. Um, so that is true for me. But when I was looking to create a larger offering, the writing 
<laughs> kind of came knocking in a way that with my belief structure, I couldn't turn. And then I was like, okay, well, then I'll just ask Claudine. Claudine's really excited. Okay, well, then I'll just I'll just uh, take the next step. That step happened. And I'm like, oh, okay. Life is telling me this is what needs to happen. And the reason that I feel passionate about it is that I want to help the people that have a mission to have that mission come into word form. And I think that's a different place to write from. To me, it, it braids the holistic and the, the spiritual together because who you are before you write your first book and after you write your first book is it is different. Wow, really? Can you For speak me, to that? Yeah, how are yeah, you different? Yeah, sure. So I've always had books and like, you know, if you look at kid pictures, I'm always like with the glasses and stuffed animals, I'm in trees, I'm reading books, 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 books. And there was just this, um, you know, Katie will write a book one day and that was just assumed right and then when my publisher reached out to ask me to write a book there was a different book that i was supposed to write i was very honest i said listen i can't write a very large book i have a small child like i can't take that much time for myself to have a very complicated arc it's not going to work but um i can i have a small book in mind and i could do that and she said let's do that and i signed a contract and nothing happened. And then I had her on the podcast and I didn't tell her that I had nothing written. And I just pretended that I was going to meet my deadline. Um, and then after we <laughs> had her on the podcast, she uh, Martina called me the next day and she's like, the podcast is the book. And much like your answer about being pushed, this is what started to happen. I thought, well, this is great because this book is about other people's stories. So I started to move together this trajectory. It's a it's a cur you know curation of stories, but the idea is that listening to your intuition and how for some people that's easy and some people that's tricky and there's this very sneaky thread of inspiration that goes through that as you know trying to empower the reader to understand that everyone kind of falls and everyone can choose to get back up and I was very proud of it and then here comes the first draft and I sent it and everyone said you're not in your book and I was like oh yeah but it's about other people and they're like yeah but you're the author and you're literally nowhere in this book and you would think if I you my book's title is rebirth so you would think that I was aware of what was happening but I can honestly tell you I would not have had the audacity to name it rebirth had I known what was in store for me in writing this book. Because as I started to write the people's rethread it, because my background is I was an English major, I've been an English teacher, I've taught secondary and post-secondary, like I've been in the realm of writing for a very long time in a lot of avenues. So uh, what happened was I started the floodgate started to come out and all the things that I needed to process in my life came out. So I would literally write pages, but would know enough that that was what needed to come out, be taken off. And then what came out next was I started to seeing things from my life, like little things, not heavy things, you know, like little snippets that I could put in. And then all of a sudden, I realized that in co collecting these other people's stories and being committed to that, it threaded through me as I was trying to do it for other people, it threaded through me. And then I was kind of making sense of my own life. And then I remember walking my dog and I was like, I'm 10 pounds lighter mm -hmm. because this idea that Katie was one day going to write a book, I didn't realize that that had been living in like my field. Wow. And all of a sudden one day 
it was trem- it was it was mind I mean it's a, a great personal moment but it actually was mind-boggling to me of like how many of us are carrying these things and we think it's not a big deal but we don't know that it actually starts to grow a heavier presence until we acknowledge it and and that was like I want to help people with that I love that I love it and, and we're in agreement there um in terms of getting the message out you know and the way this came together, you said that conversation, and I remember it too. I was walking, I was down the shore, I was taking my daily morning walk. And the first thing that came to mind when you said you were going to write a book, I was like, oh my God, she's going to write a book. That's great. Or she's got a publishing contract too, which is awesome. And I was thinking, ooh, what's she going to do for marketing? Because of my experience and having you know written a book and then self-publishing it, creating a publishing company, doing a self-published book, and then selling that book to uh, a publisher uh, and having it re-released, and that was in 2009, and then spending time from 2009 learning book marketing for myself, and then working as a book marketer for other authors, working as an editor, doing all kinds of press releases for all kinds of different authors, social media, all that kind of stuff over the years. And then becoming a radio host and a podcast host. And what happened was I was interviewing experts, these people with great messages, with great ideas, such as yourself. And and everyone would say, oh, you wrote a book. And I would say, yeah, I did. And they would say, well, how do you do it? You know, it was always such a popular subject. Or I would meet someone who was self-publishing a book, an author, and they were already so far down the road that they had missed all those pre-publication mm. opportunities, all those great distribution opportunities. These are concepts that we'll talk about in sitting, right? And um, it made me so sad because I thought, oh, gosh, if they just had that information, that, that the stuff that we talked about on that walk, mm-hmm. just a few different things that uh, the book really would have done much, much better. And so it really, to me, has become kind of a quest, a quest to help authors give their books their best chance at being seen and sold. And so um, I love the subject, love marketing, love book marketing, and started to write a Substack uh, newsletter called Get Your Book Seen and Sold, because I thought, well, what are, what are we really getting down to here? You know, that's, that's really mm-hmm. the nub of it, get your book seen and sold. But I don't have what you have, which is the, the um, you've men- mentioned a few words in the interview here, you've said, um, muse, um, I don't even know what that is. Um, you know, writing in a, you know, the container. I'm like, okay. So, so what you're really getting is two women who feel passionate about helping you get your message out because we know your message is important and is needed in the world, but also both sides. We're like, we, we joke and say we're the odd couple because I am, I have an accounting background. <laughs> we are, we are complete. It's it's funny, but I I want to make sure the reader. I agree with you. The odd couple. We come at it from two different sides, but I hope the reader didn't miss the part where yourself publishing was that you created your own publishing. Co- Could you just dial us back to oh, how sure. you did that? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Actually, um, okay. It's kind of a funny story. I'll tell you because everything I think in life is prompted by an event. They call it an inciting event. If you are a writer of of fiction. You'll understand that term. But I had a baby 29 years ago. 
And my son was, it was just the hardest thing I ever did. And any new mom probably will agree with me there. I had no idea how hard it would be. I thought you, everybody said, well, you feed the baby, you put him down, he sleeps, and that's it. No, 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 no. I mean, life (laughs) completely changed. And so as is my way, I asked as many Mm -hmm. questions of as many people as possible about taking care of a baby. Like, how can I make this easier? There has to be ways. And so I kind of did the red, red tent method, and I just started asking. Asking women, anyone who would talk to me, strangers even, you know, what worked for you? How did you get your baby to sleep through the night? Um, how, you know, how was breastfeeding for you? How was bottle feeding for you? How important is burping? Like all of these specific questions. And then as I went through the year and their advice was so helpful to me, I thought, oh my gosh, I need to share this. Same thing. I have to share mm-hmm. this with people. This is not fair. You know, it's so hard. New motherhood is so hard. And I was going back to work. I was a working woman. So I had those issues. How do you go back mm-hmm. to work after having a baby right. after six weeks? Um, how does how does the relationship with your partner change? Um, how does society feel about you staying home or working? All of those things. And, um, you know, how my life had changed and, and my hierarchy of needs and all of those things. So I decided to write the book, but I was a nobody. So the uh, agents that I pitched, they were like, well, this is a great idea. It's kind of fun, but you're, you know, you, you, you're nobody, you don't have a platform, another terminology we'll bring up. Mm-hmm. And uh, long story short, um, what happened was I was talking to my mother and she told me that a gal that I went to high school with who was always just like one step ahead of me. Do you ever, I, I don't want to call her an yeah. emphasis because we're actually friends, but she always was one step ahead of me. And she just decided she was going to write a book and she got a publisher and she was writing a book. And I was like, you're kidding me. At this point, I had been pitching for a year to get this book published. And I thought, you know what? Gosh darn it. I'm going to create my own publishing company and I'm going to get this book out. That's it. I can see that in you. Yes. This is fantastic. I, I Didn't I tell you this story? I thought you knew not this about story. the friend, oh, yeah. not about the friend. So mm-hmm. she got bless her heart. She lit a fire. And I thought, you know mm. what, I can do this. I'm going to do this. So I kind of went old school. I didn't self publish the way they self publish today, right. which again, I won't get into the details. But what I did was I created my own self publishing company because I had that accounting background. And it was pretty easy. I created a company. And I published under that company's name my own book. So I bought my own ISBN numbers. I bought my own, you know, uh, uh, cataloging and in progress information. And I did everything that a traditional publisher would do. I ended up getting a distributor. I ended up printing, physically printing 3,000 books. I got a contract with the distributor. You know, we, we'll go into that another time. But the idea was that I, I, you know, was technically selling the books myself and, I sold them. They sold. You, you did. Yeah. And because I did my own marketing. And yeah. uh, there are little tricks and whatever, but I did, you know, I was able to do that. But then I, it was really important for me to get with the traditional publisher. So an agent that I had been speaking with, uh, with the first book, who said that I was a nobody, saw that the first book sold. And she said, you know what, I can sell this. So she ended up going out to her publishers. They bought it. I ended up selling it in two different countries as well. So I had publishing contracts. The book is um, translated into Portuguese and also, oh, Polish. And and away we go. So the publishing company was called Amacom, and they re- rebranded it a little bit, had me write four more chapters, republished it in 2009. And they sold, Amacom was sold to HarperCollins. So now the book is with HarperCollins, and HarperCollins is just, just this year going to release the book as an audiobook. Congratulations. Yeah, isn't that exciting? It all every single step you followed it. Yeah, 
You couldn't have foreseen it. You just, I mean, I mean, but it's, but it's amazing how you traversed it. Yeah, I mean, it was just like I said, if it if it hadn't been for that that girlfriend that I hate, I mean, that I love, um, <laughs> none of this would ever happen. Uh, but you know, sometimes that's what it takes, and maybe absolutely sit. Just mm-hmm. learning about sitting right is the fire that it's going to take someone else to to get their message out. You need a little bit of res- like of that like polarity to push you through. I really, I mean, some people can do it, but it's like. It's hard in this world to wade through if you don't have a trajectory to push through. So it's like, whether it's the friend that gets you moving. And I think I love your story. I knew about the self-publishing and I knew about Hopper Collins, a couple pieces I didn't know. But I also love that you that it was the pieces that you already had reapplied, like you were mm-hmm. an accountant and how that helps you become your own publishing company, you know, to be able to give your book the the space that it needed. And I think if you just put your head down and keep yourself isolated, it sometimes is hard to like kind of open up and understand all the resources that are around you that are kind of coalescing to help you move forward. I love this story. Yeah. I really do. It's so inspiring. And and that's the thing, just to bring the information to aspiring authors at this stage where they're just beginning to write their book or maybe they even have their first draft done and they're not sure where to go with it. Uh, from there. There are so many things, and it's not complicated. There are so many, and that's what we want to do. We want to distill all Mm -hmm. the noise out there to what you need to focus on to give your book the best chance of getting out there and reaching the people that that you're destined to reach and with your message because it's just it's some fundamental stuff it's not it's not this we just interviewed someone local a local literary agent and you know she talked about social media it's one of the first things that authors will ask about uh, you know okay social media yeah important but fundamentals are more important. Know your message, know your audience, figure out what makes your book special. We call that a hook. Uh, it's a little preview of what you'll get from Sit and Write. Um, you know, spend time on that. And that is what is going to help you to get your, your book out there. And, and it's just, like I said, so rewarding, uh, as Kate said, when she told me that some of the information that we had talked about, and again, she, she didn't talk to me about it all at once. I mean, as she was learning herself, she would come with me and say, what's this thing about distribution? What is that? And then I was able to come back to her and say, hey, boom, boom, boom. And then she, she was able to bring that back to her, to her publisher. A little lo- knowledge goes a long way. And it doesn't matter if you're a self-published author or a traditionally published author. Yes, your traditionally published publisher, your traditional publisher will handle some of these things for you. However, it's important for you to understand how they work so that you can go back and ask them questions. And that's just one little example. Oh, for sure. And my publisher told me outright, like, it's the author who does the marketing, like we will help you and they are more hands on than other small publishers. But they're like, it's the author that sells. It's the relationship and the presence of the author. If you don't have a name, it's going to be you. And so what Seen and Sold does, the book that your your second book that's coming out in spring of 2023, yay, it gives you this distilled um, idea of how to map out what you need to do. And in Sit and Write, Claudine's, you know, gifting us with her wisdom and knowledge and walking you through. And then you have this resource in the book that's coming out in the spring, that no matter where you are in your process, you'd be like, okay, what was she referencing about that? And then you just open the book and you go and you're like, okay, and then you, you know, after this podcast, if you're listening, you go to her Substack follow because I read every I mean, I know her and I'm still reading everything she writes because where is my brain that day? It's she's giving us a living resource 
for as writers, something might come up and all is not lost. Also, if you missed a yes window of certain opportunities, but you can also look at what is is there. And, and so don't listen to this and go, oh, no, the door. And it's like, okay, listen, that one door might not be open, but there are other doors. And you want to position yourself to receive the information and act on it because a book is a book for forever, you know, and Claudine's book is now becoming an audiobook, and it's next year, right? So next year, right? It's, it's the book is get your second book is getting published. Another book is becoming an audiobook. And these things wouldn't happen if one, you don't know the trajectory. And if you have space and time to make a second job, which is basically what you need to educate yourself on this whole industry, you really, what we want to do is give you the um, confidence, you know, a safe place to ask questions and then the resources for you to go out and do it and come back and tell us, you know? So I'm, I'm very excited and I'm excited for the resource that seen and sold is because I felt, I kept telling Claudia every time I'm like, everyone needs to read this book. I'm like, you're giving me like her timing and what you were giving was exactly it's like as soon as i picked my head up for oh no what do i do next it was like oh it's on page 42 like <laughs> what i need to do next is literally right here and it works with you so i'm exquisitely excited about your book because okay. i feel like it's a real resource for the writer no matter where and how their their baby is coming out yes and and it is uh i i do write on claudinewalk.substack.com all about book marketing and a lot of what i write there will be in the book which will be released in 2023 but that that should just tell you you know the process does take a long time and i want to make sure that i take advantage of all the things that i know about how to get the the book seen and sold the best that it can and so i can share that journey as well but the idea really is to distill all of the noise out there to things that really are important for you to focus on and you know, to help you focus your time, because we know you don't have a lot of time. Exactly. So mm -hmm. that's what I like to do in the in the sub stack is just to write things that is going to help maybe point you to a resource that I know is really going to be useful, because I know your time is valuable. You're really good at that, too. Like, I never feel like you're giving. No, you are. I don't feel like you're giving me 20 options. Right. It's like, it's really clear distillation. Yep. And it's, it's serving me like yeah. I'm like, Oh, I could see how that makes sense. And you also give me the resource to like, if there's something you say, and I don't understand it, whether which I have learned writers, it's not what she's saying. It's my for me, I've had things like you clearly told me this already. But I was anxious about it. So I couldn't literally hear what you were telling me. But then if I listen to it, and then I research it, and then I listen to her Substack, And once you I think you get past a point where you're just like, Oh, I'm just moving the book through that wasn't a big deal for me. But there was a chunk of time that literally the information was coming in. And I was glad to be in a place that I could go back and resource it. So I could digest like, Oh, I'm an author. Oh, it's really important that I help get this out. Oh, no one's coming to save me for this. Not that I thought I just thought there was this magical place, right? That there was going to be this to do list. And I'll, I'm telling you right now, the to do list is not coming. No, if you want the to do list, you probably want to come and just sit and write and you definitely want Claudine's book, and the Substack. And I'm telling you that as someone I will continually refer to that conversation as divine intervention, because I wouldn't have even known the questions to ask. That's what I want writers to know. It's that you have to know, just like you know, the right questions to ask about what you want to create, you're then going to need to be equipped with the right questions to ask to do what to to do right by what you've what you've created for the world. Um, and I think seen and sold is is really the way to do that. Because it's it's for the writer. It's not done for the publisher. It's actually done for the writer. 
which makes the trajectory a little different, I think. Right, right. And you impress your publisher if you know the terminology and you know some of the the decisions that are going to have to be made in order to get your book out there and you go to your publisher and you say, hey, have you considered this distribution option? Have you considered this distribution option? Um, They're going to be impressed. I mean, they're going to feel like you are partnering with them to get your book out. And that's all a good thing. Oh, for sure. I mean, that was what actually happened with me. They told me they put me in a pilot program because of what I was willing to do. And I kept telling them, it's because of Colombian Walk's book. (laughs) That's awesome. (laughs) Like, I'm a worker bee. I don't mind doing the work. Right. So I wasn't expecting somebody, again, it's not that I'm expecting someone to do the work for me. I just didn't know where where to start. Right. And that's why it was really helpful. I was like, oh, these are three actions. I can do that. And then those three actions gave me the next three actions. I can do that. And so that's what we're hoping to, that's what we're hoping. That's what we're committed to doing. And, and we've done it for ourselves when we've helped each other. And so that's why I'm, I know that we're going to be able to help those that are feeling resonant to come in. Absolutely. And that's the thing, you know, hopefully you're if you have considered writing a book or you're in the process of writing your first draft, you already have been exposed to the writing world. So some of the terms that we've thrown out here are some familiar. We'd like to put them together for you. And that's, I think, what's so unique about Sit and Write. And again, you can find the information on Kate's website, katebrenton.com. That's one of the, the things that's so unique about it is that you're getting both sides. You're getting the analytical and also the the spiritual but the encouragement to write and mm-hmm. and and how to and keep that going but then you've also got this other part where you've got the the business side of it you're you know this these are some of the things that you're going to need to keep in mind and and you're going to have to do and some of the work if it's done from the beginning message audience hook these things those things will permeate every other thing you do in marketing but if you oh, have them sure. done right in the beginning and as you're writing, which is hope, what we're trying to put together here, then it's it's just going to make your life so much easier. I mean, I had another person story to share, but since it literally is tangible, when Claudine and I were talking about the message and the hook, and I, I had this thing where like, oh, you know, it's just, it's going to reach everybody. Um, and then <laughs> I realized that it wasn't making sense. And I went because of the conversation that you and I had about hook, I went to my publisher and asked. I feel a little lost. Is there somebody in your company that can I can talk to for an hour that can help me position this correctly? And they gifted me an hour with a phenomenal marketer and the subtitle of my book changed. And I'll tell you what, that doesn't sound like a big deal. But when the subtitle changed, everything changed because now I had a clear, repeatable phrase for all the things for me to write. And what was helpful was in my, I'll call it like... It is a positive, but I was a little dreamy in how I was presenting it because I couldn't really land on it back to the emotion that it is my baby, right? And the marketer kept asking me questions. I'm like, no, it's not that. It's not that. And he goes, oh, well, he literally goes, well, now I want to read it. What is it? And I was like, (laughs) oh, and he helped me get the real life strap. And he's like, as soon as you tell me it's real life. And I was learning through this process of the other side of the brain, which is what Claudine brings, that oh, this is why this is so important to really nail this down because you're not in my head. You don't know the missing sentences. You don't see all the things as the person that created it did. And and so that's why these little things that don't feel like a big deal, they do because I wrote to the publisher and thanked her and I said, I know it's just a subtitle, but the energy of the book changed. And she said, it absolutely did. She's like, now our marketing message is clear. And I thought, 
there goes Claudine again. Yeah. She is on <laughs> arrow target. And that's why I'm so in- excited because I feel like no matter what you're doing, like you have two sides of this, but it's coming from a, a desire to, to for joy and serving. And that's what I think makes a difference in how this odd couple has found each other. <laughs> yes. And there's, there's just nothing more sad than to hear about someone who's got their book out already and they didn't do any of this. And I say, oh, well, let me see your press release. And they're like, oh, I don't have one. I'm like, oh, oh. <laughs> you know, just just some of the basic things. So we, we don't want to overwhelm. But I want, just want to point out how smart it was for you to ask that question and what the people listening to this podcast have already got a great piece of information, which is, wow, you know, you can ask questions. You go, go to your publisher, but knowing the question to ask, you know, and saying, hey, listen, is there someone who can give me an hour? Now, that's reasonable. Can you give me one of your publicists for, you know, $10,000? No, that's not going to no. happen. Right. But can you can you give me somebody an hour? What a great question to ask. Fantastic. It, thank you. Yeah. And it I mean, it moved me up and it moved my placement up on their on their list because I was showing them that I was serious and I was willing to do the work. But it, like you said, you have to have the right questions to ask. Yes, so. absolutely. Okay, so, so if you are now, you're like, well, I just want to hang out with Kate and Claudine. I know <laughs> I would, I would want to hang out with Kate and Claudine too. So what you want to do is schedule your intake and we get on Zoom and we talk and like Claudine said, it's free, but there is a lot of value in it. And the reason I'm doing, we are doing it this way is because it's worth knowing it's a really clear yes. Because once you come in, we're going to be moving you through and we want to make sure that we're all on the same team and that team is about supporting you. Um, so if you sign up before September 15th, there is a, you do get $300 off because your commitment and your clarity should be rewarded. And we are going to be starting on October 1st and you have those one-on-one calls. And honestly, after the assessment call, you will get some insight that if you're like, I'm kind of starting to go now, I can guarantee you, you'll get clarity that you can start right you don't have to wait for october 1st to start writing you're moving through you can be inspired do your assessment call get going and start moving your pieces along i mean this is something that works for and with you absolutely so that's katebrenton.com and the master course is sit and write you can find more information there and her the information will be in the show notes. And Kate, can people contact you directly if maybe they have a specific question? For sure. Kate at katebrenton.com. Kate. And how about you, Claudine? Do they contact you through your yes, Substack? Yes, my you? Substack would be perfect. ClaudineWalk.Substack.com or my website, ClaudineWalk.com. So very, very excited to be working with you, Kate. And I'm, I, I know we're going to get a lot of great authors books out there. And we're also going to be able to share all those fabulous messages they have either fiction or nonfiction. Absolutely. I feel it. It's going to be great. We're excited to have you. It's so good. Thanks, buddy. Yes. This is and so if, good. And if, if, if it's you or if it's somebody that you know, you have that friend and she's always like, oh, I got to write a book. Yeah, this could be for her. So yeah, send her the podcast. Get, send her, her, the podcast. get her hooked up. Yeah. yeah. Call us. Whatevs. Okay. Thank you so much. Thank you so much, Kate. Thank you, Claudine. And you are listening to Stories and Strategies for Women. You're listening to Stories and Strategies for Women podcast. If you like what you hear, please subscribe and leave us a review. Visit me at my website, ClaudineWalk.com. Drop me a note on Instagram at ClaudineWalk. Thank you for listening. We will see you next time. <laughs>